Hello, and welcome back to Fake Professional. Fake Professional is the podcast where we are forced to talk about a topic chosen by a random subject generator, no matter what the topic might be. Literally anything. Anything can be discussed on this podcast, and just like your final roll of toilet paper, we hope we can make this last. I am extremely lucky to be joined by my good friend slash co-host slash international funny guy, Maria. I couldn't help but notice that you didn't say best friend like you did last time. <laughs> and I wonder it's because someone particularly called you out on that or we just, I got demoted and since the last time we've done this podcast. I, I made a note to myself um, to see how you would react to that. <laughs> but also I made a note to myself to see if you would react to it a little bit better because instead of saying you were a local guy, I said you were an international funny guy you know i was um, taking notes no i appreciate that international i didn't correct you international funny guy because you're right there uh the good friend thing hurt i'm not gonna joke i didn't remember when well, a friend of ours was talking about it and he mentioned it and like I don't, it was probably a joke but still i thought it was funny i have multiple best friends i could say that i have at least four do you have to say one of my best friends or do you just say you are my best friend yeah, one of one of my best friends. I feel like that's something that we has to be said sometimes, right? Uh, I definitely may have changed it from best friend to good friend because of that exact conversation we had, where you know I have multiple best friends. Um, but then, are they really your best friend if you have multiple best friends? Is there a best best friend? So you know, from now on, um, th there will only be good friends here. And it won't be like good friend one, good friend two. It'll just be everyone's a good friend now. So, Mario, I, I do apologize. Um, you weren't demoted. I promise. It's just everyone else was promoted. I will never emotionally recover from this. <laughs> um, so is that, is that it? Is this the end of the podcast? Uh, I will keep on chugging through. Well, I appreciate it because I, I need a partner. So, and I and I can't have a better partner than you. That's gonna get me in trouble with someone too, probably. But you know what? I, and just like that, you brought it back. You, you saved it, Sam. <laughs> That's all I'm here for—just uh, making mistakes, and then learning from them, and then making it better, and then messing up uh, later on in life again. <laughs> life is a cycle of mistakes and fixing them. Uh, how you doing, Sam? I'm pretty good. Uh, nothing unusual. Just continuing on with my self-isolation life with Katie. And since we've been in self-isolation, there have been at least three birthdays in mine or Katie's family. And every birthday has been some type of Zoom call or phone mm. call or something. Uh, which is kind of cool and makes you realize there's never any excuse anymore. Like once everything is settled in like 18 years and we're allowed to go outside again, um, no one ever has an excuse anymore of being like, oh, sorry, can't visit you because I live two hours away. Now it's, uh, oh, do you remember when you were in self-isolation and we Zoom called you all the time? <laughs> yeah, we're just going to do that. One of my big, I love sci-fi growing up and now. And like you always see in sci-fi is like either a little hologram they used to call each other or video chat. And you would think, oh, this technology finally came to us like here in the 21st century, the year 2020. And we never use it until now. Now when we're forced to use it, I'm starting to realize how, as long as you have a good internet connection, <laughs> how useful it is. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. You can't be in the middle of Oklahoma and trying to Zoom chat. <laughs> your your cousins in the northeast <laughs> uh i know this from experience so ah. <laughs> i'm i really don't i'm just assuming uh and it's very <laughs> not good to assume but i'm making my assumptions off of good good observational points that i had in the state of oklahoma sorry to all my oklahoma listeners um you guys are just really far spaced out and there's not a lot of radio towers and stuff so that's what i'm making my assumptions. if anything they should apologize to you no 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 they no i had a good time there but say lovey yeah it is interesting how we see all these things in movies right where there's holograms or some type of technology where people speak to things and the thing does 
the request for them. And I don't know if people realize that type of stuff is here, you know? Like, the one thing that I always thought of was the Xbox Connect. I don't know mm-hmm. if you remember that. Um, yes. Did you have one? Did you have a Connect? I, I didn't have a Connect. Um, I got into the 360 game kind of late. Like, it was like the last year before Xbox One became a thing. Okay. And by then, they pretty much abandoned it. Right. So, the Connect, you know, you, you could speak to it and it would do things for you. You could literally turn your Xbox on by telling your Xbox to turn on. It was great. I, th- I thought it was a very great semblance of the future. And then all these nerds were just like, uh, no, we don't want this. Give us games. <laughs> Which is fair. I understand that. But I was a nerd who was so happy with being able to turn my <laughs> Xbox to turn on. I would literally be walking around my apartment some days with Katie and I would just be like, Xbox on. And the Xbox wouldn't turn on. I would just be like, remember those days back in 2013 when I could turn the Xbox on that way? To note, you actually can do that again uh, if you have an Amazon Alexa or Google Home. Uh, I have a Google Home. You can set it up to your Xbox and you can tell your Xbox to turn on. This is news to me. Yeah, have fun with that. It's And you can actually tell it to play games for you or turn apps on for you. Katie and I have been doing it since we discovered. So I'm back in the future know... again, baby. <laughs> I know my sister connects hers to her lamp to like change the color of the lamp as well as like turning it on and off. Right. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Those are cool. Uh, it, they are cool. I, I don't see the usefulness of changing like the color, the lamp to like green to blue, but... Definitely, is like there's a cool factor there that I can't explain. For sure, I think, I think people just don't realize that we're in the future. Exactly, yeah. there is a lot of things that we have that just science has gotten so far in the short term. I think about this a lot. And like a hundred years ago, we couldn't even fly, and then as soon as like flying was invented, sixty years later, we got to the moon. Yeah. It's insane how quickly we progress as a species, and we sometimes, like, can't even fathom it. Like, we can't imagine a world where airplanes don't exist and technology, I guess, is uh But, like, I said this a few weeks ago, but, like, imagine being stuck at home doing nothing. Like, there was no right. entertainment, no Netflix, no computers to keep your mind occupied during this time. Right. If If this happened back in, like, 1920, I'm sure it would be fine. Right. Oh, actually, wait a minute. This did happen back in 1920. <laughs> Time is a flat circle. Insert a gif of the guy from the True Detective. I don't know what you're talking about. Watch True Detective. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get on that one day, maybe. So I, I, I do pose this question. I see a lot of, in my personal opinion, if you are of that political party, you know, but I see a lot of people on the right saying, like, they want to open America up because the economy isn't doing well. And I think it's not a smart idea. I think personally, you know, the deaths, the, te- the death toll and people are affected um, is not worth money. You know, it's not, there's no voluntary money worth a human life. But there was an interesting idea that I read, was reading an article about, about, like, medical workers who has began to recover from corona um, should they go back to work if they are immune and act like, you know, be basically the forefront since they have no real, no real, um, I know what you're trying uh, to say. Threat. Yeah. They yeah. have no real threat to like catching the disease again, the virus again. And they could just pretty much walk around with like full immunity. And like, it, it made me think about how if you were immune to this, would you put yourself on the line to like, make sure that would you basically go back to work and say, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I, I know I'm gonna be, I'll be okay. I'll just make I'll separate myself uh, from other people, which made me think about something else. Which uh, I'm, this is a rabbit hole. Just follow with me, Sam. <laughs> I'm coming that down. What if like we created like two separate societies of people? Like, all right, this side of the bar, like that, those bars over there, only for people who hasn't caught corona yet, and these people, these people who are immune already, and basically just divide the population against the immunity and non-immune. You know that would be really bad, right? That would be very bad. You know uh, that this would call for segregation, and then separate but equal. It would be. Uh, it would draw lines for people to point other people out. I guess it would designate another viewpoint for people to 
out ostracize other people. Great idea. Never speak of it again. <laughs> so I bring this up because one of my favorite movies is actually called uh, Gattaca. Okay. It's a sci-fi movie. And it's sort of like eugenics. Like, I don't say eugenics. Yeah, it is eugenics. Um, they basically talk about... So in the future, um, a very popular subject is where people splice DNA and like basically DNA babies i guess like you 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 design or you design your baby by like hey i want this baby that blue eyes but then like in the future you could have even like further like you can make sure they're get genes that make sure they're smarter they're more immune to more stuff okay and it's a very interesting movie because the end the end of the messages in the movie is is not about uh yourself it's about your you have to push yourself to do what you want and like basically you prove the entire thing wrong like no it's not your genetics no it isn't you know, where you come from. It's all you. It depends on the choices you make in life. And it's a good message, but it made me think about, like, in the future, if a possible world that you could, like, make sure, like, hey, $50,000 and your baby will not have any diseases. Would you? To prevent, to prevent all this from happening. And would that create some sort of, like, separate class of humans is, like, superior? I, For sure. This article was interesting, but, like, also... I can see both sides. Like, not being afraid of diseases is something good, but at the same time, like, I, I would prefer that to be available for everyone. Right. Rather that's, than just a certain select group of people. That's exactly what I was just thinking, where if, you, if you're if you selecting only the privileged or the mm-hmm. more wealthy, then you're only going to segregate the, the class lines even further or spread them even further. Exactly. So... Gattaca brings up this point and it shows that it's not about DNA or wealth. It's about your personal drive and it's about how anyone has the potential to be to do great things. Being a great movie. Highly recommend it. Person. That's it. Just be a good person. Don't Just do bad things. Don't think about Don't other do people. crime. Don't do crime. Unlike our last podcast where we might have <laughs> we might have uh sponsored crime for a little bit. Not sponsored, uh, advocated for a little bit of steely steely every now and then. But you know what? We learn from our mistakes. It's okay. <laughs> uh so like I I think it's an interesting movie in terms of, like genetics and like what does what could that mean for our future as a society? Um I think it's relevant maybe. To what it could be in the future as well. Oh yeah, uh, I definitely recommend watching Gattaca. It's a good movie. I mean, I don't remember being a big blockbuster, but it was an interesting movie. It's a bit older, like 1997. Yeah, watch Gattaca. I don't know where if if you could watch it on anywhere specifically, but it's an it's a movie definitely you should watch during this time of uh, self isolation. For sure. Uh, anything you're watching now that you would probably wouldn't have not gotten to because of this time. <laughs> Everything. Literally everything. <laughs> um, I've been playing more video games, but for for shows that I have finally caught up on, um, Killing Eve, Demon Slayer, I mentioned last week, um, but I did finish that as well. I've been watching a little bit more Shit's Creek, uh, which is a V funny show. And then for anime, I am always wanting to watch more Vinland Saga because that's just an A plus S class rank show if I've ever so, seen one. It is honestly so I've been sleeping on that show a lot and you've been you've been hyping that show up a lot and as much as you've been hyping that show up, I don't think you've done it justice, honestly. I don't like to hype <laughs> things up for people because I I want people to be as surprised as I was. Fine, maybe hype is the right word, but you were it was like always on the like number one suggested list for you to watch for telling me to watch. For sure. And I'm like, yeah, I'll definitely get to it. But because it's on Amazon, I always like that's like the last thing I get to right. in terms of like all my apps. But I couldn't stop watching it once I did start watching it. The best way to can to can compare it to is um Game of Thrones. And I don't like doing that. I don't like comparing stuff to Game of Thrones. But like if Game of Thrones had like a tighter story, fewer characters and just as good political intrigue and battles. Oh yeah. That Yeah. It's it's phenomenal. That show um I started watching it because I knew it was made by Wit Studio, who also makes Attack on Titan. And oh. yeah. Yeah, that makes complete sense. Yeah, <laughs> now that you said that, yes, no, 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 no. When you get to the end of that show, 
<laughs> you just I wanted more. Yeah, it's so good. So there is a lot like the first half of the season one was definitely character focused. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like it, it focused the main character, his group of people that he's with. And we don't introduce, at least we don't introduce, like, the main plot lines of, like, the war, um, the, the the factions within the war, the different countries, until, like, halfway to the second part of the season, I guess. Uh, so, I definitely, I, now that you say that, it makes sense that it's a prologue introducing characters, because at the end of the episode, it seems like finally things are, like, happening in the world. Yeah. And uh, I can't wait. I, I just wanted more. And it was 25 episodes, so it was a long... It was longer than mo- it was like yeah I wouldn't say longer but it was like it was longer than most animes. It was a good amount. Uh good amount, and I I feel like it was just starting to get incredible. Like it was really really good. Like you said, S class, but like as the story progressed, I just wanted more. And then the last episode hit, and like damn. Yeah, I I I don't like to spoil things for people. Um, and so I'm the type of person where I want to go in as completely blind as everyone else went into something. So if you tell me that you watched the show and it was the funniest show you ever watched, I appreciate <laughs> that information, but I'm also just kind of like, uh, now I have such high expectations for myself to where this should be the funniest show I ever watched now. You know, I'm very weird like that. I know most people no. are not like that. But, I'm the same way with movies, so I definitely understand. Yeah. So with Vinland Saga, if I ever recommend anything more than once, that's me telling you it's the best thing ever <laughs> for future efforts. Uh, Vinland Saga is really good. Um, I've been watching, trying to get into new animes. There's nothing really capturing my interest at the moment. Uh, so just now getting me into rewatching shows I used to watch, like Community. What a good show. What a great show. I wonder, we should try to bring up Community every episode of our podcast. That could be a, a through line. How many um, how many times can we bring up Community in our entirety? And when our... it doesn't make me think how talented the entire cast is and how good Donald Glover is in that show. Oh, yeah. I remember when he left that show. It was pretty sad, uh, but very happy for where he ended up with his life. Oh, yeah. Speaking of ending up places, Mario, what are we ending up with as a topic for tonight? That is an excellent question, Sam. Um, as you know, what we do on this show, the main focus on our show, we're not talking about community or uh, shows that Sam recommends, but quietly, like low-key recommends. Or video is, uh, games. We have uh, our video games. As we have a rub- uh, random subject generator where we just randomly talk about any subject that comes uh, across uh, through this generator, and we talk about it, whether we know anything about it or not like we are professionals but like our podcast spoiled we we spoiled it we are already concerned uh we are fake professionals we are not real professionals so whatever the subject generator gives us we we either know a lot about it or usually know nothing about it nothing we're really just picking (laughs) for straws here so i just got a random i just got a a subject right now and we're going to talk about a strange experience that you had, one that cannot be explained rationally. <laughs> Sam, what? do you believe in the supernatural? Uh, man, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, is that your actual question to me? I mean, I, this is what it says here. Uh, talk about a strange experience that happened once. That you had had once that cannot be explained rationally. So I guess not supernatural, like supernatural doesn't have to be it. But like my first, my mind went to supernatural events. Of course. Immediately. Of yeah. Course. I I guess it could be science fiction too, but you know. <laughs> Man, I hate talking about stuff like this. This was a terrible <laughs> idea for a podcast. <laughs> Who thought this was going to be fun? Wrap it up, everyone. I, I apologize, Sam. <laughs> um... Yeah, so that's the only thing I can also think of, too, is, like, some type of potential supernatural thing. Um, I think I tried to block all those memories out (gasps) from my life. Are you serious? Oh, for sure. (laughs) I'm not joking right now. (laughs) I um, So Katie knows this really well. Anytime that she 
watches like a a ghost hunter show or um some type of paranormal thing i i can't watch it with her if it's nighttime oh like i can i can watch scary movies anytime doesn't bother me but specifically like paranormal things like exorcism things or uh i don't know just anything of that matter where like a being from the other dimension comes into play i can't do it'll it'll fuck me up and it'll uh, it'll mess me up for a good amount of time and by a good amount of time i mean at least five minutes um but that's five minutes more than i want to deal with it so <laughs> i i'm I, I am like going through my my memory banks really quickly do you want to veto this if it's that traumatic no, i'm no, willing no, no. to veto no 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 because no, no, no. No, it will make for good story time good story time uh it will make for good story time um, I sort of have the opposite view. I grew up very religious. So I guess I'll explain that firsthand. I grew up very religious, but very, very quickly, I started questioning things like, well, that doesn't really make sense. Um, I think about ghosts a lot in terms of like, well, if ghosts are real, I'll die and I'll become a ghost. And me and that ghost are going to have real problems <laughs> because I assume that ghosts could fight other ghosts. Right. Uh, that is my main problem with ghost. Um, I just pictured like a, a ghost fight club, just like <laughs> ghost Brad Pitt and ghost Edward Norton. Just like, what's the first rule of ghost fight club? <laughs> you don't tell anyone that we exist, you know, type thing. Is that why you don't think we see a lot of ghosts? Like they're not as, uh, like, you know, yeah. Cause they, otherwise there's no reason that you wish we see ghosts everywhere. Yeah. They have, they have the fight club rule. They can't tell anyone that they exist. <laughs> um, I mean, while you think I will definitely say that I have like a few experiences when I'm alone at home where I definitely hear something and I'm not sure if it's just me, if it's my mind playing tricks on me or if I see, I see something in the corner of my eye mm-hmm. and like, the logical side of me is like, there can't be nothing there. The other part of me is like, you should probably still check it out though, you know? I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. just to be sure. Oh, yeah. I hate this already. <laughs> um, yeah, that happens, to, that happens a lot. It doesn't happen to me a lot anymore, I don't think. But I've had certain instances where I used to be, I used to have problems with, not like problem problems, but sleep paralysis used to be a thing that affected me sometimes. And if anyone doesn't know what sleep paralysis is, it's where you wake up from a deep dream, mm-hmm. but your body still thinks it's sleeping. So you can't yep. move because, um, I don't know, the chemicals in your mind are still being sent that say like, oh, you're sleeping, but because your mind still thinks you're sleeping, then you have hallucinations because you're awake. And so I've had plenty of times where I have woken up in my bed, not here, luckily, um, but at my mom's, where I couldn't move and I would see someone standing at like the foot of my bed or like just standing in my room like staring at me and oh god (laughs) i hated those things all the time um but like and you immediately think that it's something supernatural when it first happens to you but then you grow up and you're like okay i guess sleep paralysis can make sense of that i guess that's a rational explanation to an irrational thing and that's not what the question was the question was asking for things that you can't explain rationally I felt like I learned about sleep demons far too late in life, or at least it wasn't talked about far too late in life. Like, apparently sleep demons is a very common occurrence because I also was plagued with sleep demons, um, especially in my old house. Like, and I wish they would stay in the corner for me, Sam. <laughs> they, I would have so many genes that I would be getting stabbed repeatedly in the chest and in the stomach by my sleep demons. Like, oh, repeatedly. Yeah. That sounds terrible. And, Oh my god, it was horrifying, and it, I would it would get them three times a week sometimes. Like even if I nap in the wrong position, 
I'm getting stabbed. I know I'm getting stabbed. <laughs> and I can't move. I try to move, me. but I'm just like literally <laughs> like st- stuck. You just like, but, like lift up your shirt yeah. at that point. Like, okay, right, right here. You stabbed me in like the left liver yesterday. So maybe just do like the right <laughs> side today, you know? Like, please, you have to work with me. Make it more fun for you. Give me time to recover these stab wounds and make new ones. Maybe come at different times of the night, you know. Oh, you came at 2.15 a.m. this morning instead of last, last night you came at, like, 1. Oh, you got me there. Yeah. Sleep demons, uh, get better. Get better, sleep demons. Right? But please, Jesus please, I, I'm joking. Please don't come back. <laughs> I haven't got them in forever, but I used to get them all the time when I was younger. Uh, now that I think about it... There was talk that my old apartment building was very, very haunted. Mm. Um, I don't like the idea of like blaming suicide on demons and stuff like that. But growing up, there was an ir- irrationally lo- a high amount of suicides in my apartment building who would go into the roof and just jump. I think it was almost once a year. And to me, I think that that takes away from mental health issues. Right. But what was always very talked about in in the apartment building is that our place was haunted because once I moved out, I didn't have those sleep dreams anymore. Um, my sister also talked about like, she had many weird experiences that she no longer have when she moved out yeah. of the apartment. I talked about neighbors who also tell me like, Hey, these things didn't happen. Once I moved out of the apartment building after they moved out, we talked uh, a little bit and they told me the same thing. There's, there was a legit talk that our old apartment building may have been haunted. And, I, um, Again, I don't like blaming suicides on, you know, haunted stuff, but it, it was definitely something that I always dismissed, like, probability and chance. But there are some things that, like, I there was a sound I heard. I checked around, and I should not have heard that sound because I know for a fact that nobody's here. Mm-hmm. And there's no way to real to, no real way to explain it, really. Yeah. I totally understand that. I, I do believe in haunted places as much as I want to say I don't. The only reason why I say I don't is because the more I don't think about them, the more I just don't think about them, you know? <laughs> no, that's fair. Um, I'm more afraid of people than I am of ghosts in terms of, like, what could hurt me. Oh, yeah. People but are scary. People are scary. But there are some things that I can't explain. I can't say, like, like I, I said this already that people, I guess, just didn't talk about it. Like, I wasn't until Twitter, I guess, where I started people talking about sleep demons a lot which is just like you, you waking up with a rem, wrong part of REM sleep yeah um that you're still your body paralyzes your uh your body paralyzes you so you won't be moving because during your dreams you would be moving like that's a real thing and people who move while their dreams that's a disorder so the reason why we are paralyzed is because to prevent our body from moving while we're dreaming so when we're awake before we're supposed to be awake and our body still paralyzes, it's scary. Very scary. How do you know you're not dreaming right now? Have you ever lucid dream? Uh, yeah, but not like I never commanded it, if that makes mm. sense. Like I never went to sleep thinking I'm going to lucid dream tonight and then I lucid dreamt. Um, Same. It just happens sometimes, you know, where, uh, I don't know, I would be doing something in the dream and I would just be walking in the dream or whatever. And I'd be like, Oh, I'm dreaming right now. And then for like a few seconds in dream world, which is like a millisecond in real life world, I feel like I would try to control my dream. I try to make Mm -hmm. things happen. And maybe like one thing would happen that I, I was telling my dream to do. Like, maybe I made a taco up here or something. But then I'd wake up. I'd always wake up after that. Like, my mind would be like, oh, you know, you're conscious. Okay, time to wake up. And that was always the worst. Something that I always find interesting when I dream is when you have a really good dream and you wake up from your alarm or something and you shut it off and you're just like, okay, I have to go back to sleep because I have to finish my dream. (laughs) And then you do, um, or you, or you get, you progress further in the dream and then like you wake up again and then you can never have that dream ever again. Yep. What a terrible thing. It's horrible. Um, I have a hor- I have a different experience. I lucid, I used to lucid dream a lot. Again, no will of my own, but the moment I realized I was lucid dreaming, 
I would, the dream would try to kill me. <laughs> and I would what? try to take, I would try to counteract that with my dreams. And the dream will then counter my counter. And we would be stuck in a cycle until I wake up. Did you live like, Inception? I, I was just about to say, I, when I saw Assumption, I was sort of shook because it's like, is someone out there experiencing this? Should I meet up with them? Is there a club that I should join? <laughs> did Christopher Nolan, I, like... <laughs> did you... He watches me sleep. He's the one in the corner watching me sleep. He, He's he seeing my dreams. He was a sleep demon. He was a sleep demon stabbing you. Oh my god. It all makes sense now. It was rational the entire time. <laughs> we figured it out. Um, no, but it was like crazy. Like, all right, um, I'm getting attacked now. I'm going to fly and get away. Right. And then all of a sudden, they all had the ability to fly and they were sh- throwing spears at me. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm going to make a wall right here. And then the wall would like crumble from their attack. And it was, I don't know if I just very imaginative, but like I would be realizing, all right, I'm dreaming. And the moment I, I realized I was dreaming, the dream was like, you're not allowed to be here anymore, sir. Gotta and they go. did everything in their power to get me out. That's amazing. Yeah, dream people, and by dream people, I mean dream thoughts, I feel like just don't want me to be happy. <laughs> no, no, like I said, like, so I, I think dreaming is interesting. A lot of people think dreaming is supernatural. Uh, like, it's your brain trying to communicate with yourself or premonitions that are going to happen. Oh, right, right. Uh, like, so the argument is that your brain is, like, 10% conscious and then... Just, 90% subconscious or whatever like mm-hmm. the actions you do in the world are because of your sub your subconscious mind um yes. yeah I always I mean I, I totally believe that it's so interesting because there are so many things that we react to right just in our daily lives and reactions I believe most reactions are you don't even think about them right like yeah if if someone offends you somehow right like they i don't know they say the yankees suck or what? or they tell you that you're not a good sandwich maker um sam are you attacking me personally <laughs> there's something you want to say to my face <laughs> you're not a no i'm joking i'm joking <laughs> um no like just for reference towards you mm-hmm. you'll probably yeah. have some type of facial reaction that you can't even control um like you might look a little and maybe not you in general but just people you might look a little distraught or questionable and by questionable i mean you might be questioning them a little bit one as in who are you and why are you saying these terrible things to me and two i'm an international sandwich lover (laughs) do you not know this let me let me teach you real quick but there's just so many things that happen in our daily lives. There's no way that there isn't some type of other conscious consciousness consciousness. It's a big word. I graduated college, okay? <laughs> Where you can't just think of all these things on your feet. Like sometimes you just go into autopilot. And yeah. and so that you're not expelling as much energy. You just do whatever is normal to you. It's very interesting, the mind itself. I think the mind tries to rationalize things so much that... Does it make stuff up sometimes? For sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. I I totally do think that. Like, There's always testimonies about eyewitness cases where... 70% of eyewitness cases are people who say they saw like the murderer or someone fleeing the scene of the crime. Apparently like 70% of them are wrong or something. Like they're just trying to add things in to make a full connection. You can't even, you can't trust your mind. You can't trust your memory. Your memory adds little things into it. I was listening to another podcast a, a year or two ago by Malcolm Gladwell. And he was talking about, how recalling memories is a bad thing to do. And he had an example of this. I can't remember this guy, his name, but he was, it was during the Iraq war and he had explained that he was on a helicopter that was getting shot at or something. And that was always his story, right? Like five years after it happened. But 
the first the ever first time that it happened which was recorded he was nowhere on that helicopter he was like i don't know miles away from the helicopter i remember this I remember right this. yeah yeah and so he had got called out by a bunch of journalists and people saying why are you lying about this trying to make yourself seem like a better person but malcolm gladwell looked through all of his uh recounts of that story and so the first one was exactly how it is right like he reported on the helicopter getting shot at or whatever and then the second one he added another extra detail and then the third one he added another extra detail and by like the sixth time he told that story again he was on the helicopter getting shot at you know and the argument was well was he lying to try to make himself seem like um like a, not a war hero but like a uh, a victim of war or was his memory just so terrible that he kept hearing these stories about himself in this situation and then he just put himself on that helicopter you know it's, i've definitely heard every time you recall a memory it changes a little yeah and that's exactly what what malcolm gladwell was saying and what i was trying to recant um <laughs> terribly by the way <laughs> but yeah it, every i truly believe that like i I try to write down a lot of things because I like to remember what I'm doing or what I was thinking at a certain time in my life. Because if you just try to think back to it, it's not going to be the same. You almost, sensation you almost sensationalize a memory. For me, I make it worse. For me, it's like, well, yeah, that's when I said something stupid or, yeah, this is when this person thought I was being dumb or making a stupid joke. Um, I don't do a lot of writing, but I do take pictures a lot. And I scroll the pictures and try to remember what day that was. What was I doing that day? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the most I do. I should get into writing or journaling a little. Yeah. I do. You know, I, I did the, the one second every day thing. Yes. Which is my favorite thing. I always said I want to do it, but I never did. So, yeah. So I did that for the past two years um, because I wanted to remember my like bits and pieces of my day and I have gone back and I've watched those and looking at them I'm just like oh yeah I remember this oh yeah I remember this oh yeah I remember this but do I <laughs> or am I just putting <laughs> other memories together you know because a lot of them were me at Bryant Park where I used to work or a lot of mm -hmm. them were me and Katie like watching anime or it was me and Katie like going driving somewhere or it was me with my family and do I exactly remember those days or am I just putting other days into the same day, you know? And there's even some days where I look at it and I'm just like, I have no clue where the hell I was on this day. And I, and it's just showing how, how much minds suck, like how much we as human beings just can't rely on the one thing that we have to rely on to live, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. It's, it's crazy pants. It's insane how much our brain sort of like protects us from how faulty our memory is and how quickly we were able to make stuff up. There was a fan there was a fascinating video. Um, I showed you and Katie this about the, um, the two sides of our brains. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And how our brain will quickly come up with any and every answer, except for the one answer is that we don't know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um just because we don't like to admit things we don't know because it's scary to admit that you don't know. We like to think we have control in our world and we like to think that we have some semblance of that we know what's happening. We know what's going on. And sometimes it's just not the case. Sometimes things that we just do not know or cannot explain. Can you imagine living in a time before science was like really a thing? Like... Oh, today water is coming down from the sky. I guess that's just that's just what's happening right now. Or that tree just caught on fire after the light hit it. Scary. <laughs> after the light hit Very it, yeah. scary. Well, I guess that's why people back then, from what I believe, mm -hmm. believed in gods, right? Yeah. Because they were just things that they rationally couldn't explain. They were strange events yeah. to them, and that's why in Roman and Greek times, I mean, you have gods for almost everything you have like the god of gods zeus or uh jupiter you have mercury hades aphrodite mm -hmm. hermes which i think there is should actually be a game where we play as those gods you know 
there should be a game where you play as those gods. Hmm. I'll look into that. Someone should make a game where you can play as a bunch of gods in a multiplayer <laughs> online battle arena. And maybe name it, like, Smith. No, we're from our sponsors, Smite. <laughs> uh, Smite, what a great game. What a great game. Um, I, I am thinking a lot about... I can't really recall on top of my head about one specific thing that happened to me that I, I simply cannot... I could not explain the way... Like oh these pipes are bad or well, I I uh, I actually did think of something um, that's necessarily not actually there's no way in the world that you can view this as a bad thing because that's that's where our minds went to right when we thought of yeah. a strange thing that you can't explain rationally we immediately yeah. went to the negative because oh mm-hmm. I guess you're right no but go on because I I'm realizing something too as well yeah yeah go on. so. I was trying very hard to think of something that was positive, <laughs> but you put paranormal into my mind, and then I, then I died. No, I'm joking. Um, but I apologize. No, so I, I, I did realize because there's there's all these moments in our lives, right? Where how many times have you seen someone at an event, right? Which we talked about last week, where uh, at Pride Week I ran into two people. Or how many times have just these odd coincidences seemed to happen too easily? One thing for me, and Mario, I don't know if you actually know this. Do you know that I, I didn't know my cousin James for the first 15 years of my life? I assume that you guys are hanging out in the same crib for most of your life. So this is news to me. Yeah. So um, I actually, I did know him when I was like a baby. But as you know, <laughs> babies don't retain memories because they're they're a little silly and they don't think. Um, but that's because they are literally babies. When I was younger, my mom and my father had my sister and had me. And then a little bit after that, they were separated and then he disappeared. Like mm. all fathers do, right? Um, <laughs> joke, sorry. There has to be a self-loathing joke somewhere in here. No, please. <laughs> and so when he left, my that side of the family also didn't leave because they wanted to, but we just never saw them, right? And I really didn't know them a lot. Uh, and by I didn't know them a lot, I mean I, I didn't really know them because I was just a baby when I knew them. But here's the strange thing that happened then. I was living uh-huh. my life, and to make a long story shorter, my sister was graduating from high school, my aunt found my sister on MySpace and she ended up coming to my sister's graduation. So I met my aunt, which was really cool. When I met my aunt, I also met my other aunt and my cousin James. Um, The strangest thing that happened there was both of my aunts. So it was my aunt Veronica and my aunt Jackie. They lived within five minutes from me. Wow. Both of them, like in different directions. One lived five minutes north and the other lived five minutes south. I literally was in the middle of them. Anytime that they went to go see each other, they had to drive past my house. And that not even like, like past my town, literally past my house. Not on the exact street, but one block over. They were driving to see each other and be, be a family, you know? Um, and I, to this day, what are the chances that my family that I hadn't seen in 14 years lived five minutes for me for my entire life? I can't life? explain it. Yeah. That's, this, that's assimilation, making sure you guys are close to each other. Yeah. It was just... No, that's a joke, but yeah, no, that's, <laughs> <laughs> but, tr- but it's true. Like, there was some reason for them being so close, right? And if we didn't have the technology, if we didn't have the future technology that we had today, I may have never known them. I may yeah. have still never met them. So got to really give it to future technology and got to really give it to strange things that I cannot explain rationally. I recently dated someone who lived so close to me. And it's insane. There is a who lived kind of close to me, our, our first conversations were like talking about how all the, our favorite stores and 
shops that like are nearby and we 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 go to all the time, but we never you know never met until then. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't work out um, <laughs> for reasons, <laughs> but um, it, it is interesting how there is that strange statistics that you walk by your 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 soulmate a thousand times like four times before you finally meet or something Uh i I don't i don't know if i don't believe in soulmates particularly but it is interesting how you don't know there's a common sometimes there's common things that people experience is that it's sort of strange when you realize oh wait you were there too that time Uh that's oh i remember there was a story on reddit about a guy who took a picture in disney world and his wife, he who he met five years later, was in that photo I behind I, him. I think I remember this, yeah. Or my mind's telling me I remember this, and I really don't. One of the two. <laughs> I've definitely heard it. I don't know too much about the, the details, but, like, there are coincidences and instances that you just can't explain. Like, either it just statistically, I guess they're bound to happen, but our mind is more, like, fascinated by these things that, like, they shouldn't have happened. They they. Right. It makes no sense. But, you know, if you believe in destiny and serendipity, I did have a thing I remember as well. Um, I once got a fortune cookie uh, that told me I would not, everything I ever lose would come back to me. Okay. Except for people. But, um, <laughs> did it say uh, that specifically? Except for people. Like, yeah, it said it specifically for people. You'll be forever alone. <laughs> but I, I was like in Peru. I lost my wallet. You went to Peru? And I, I did. Oh, I was in Peru. Did I not you ever tell you, you about know, that? You know, I'm Peruvian. Right? Like, uh, I, tw- I knew you were Peruvian. I just don't remember never telling you I went to Peru. You might have. I don't remember. That's... I met the president of Peru. Um, That's my dad. On a mission. No, I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was on a mission with the United States State Department on uh, the Declaration Rights of the Child. You did tell uh, me this. I thought I told you, yeah, because um, and uh, I wasn't, st- I-, I was younger at the time, so maybe I should have been more worried. But I was like, I wasn't afraid. To, like, well, my wallet doesn't have anything too important. Like, I have my passport in my room, so it's whatever. But like, at the- right before I was about to leave, uh, a kid said they found my wallet, and he came up to me and gave me my wallet, and everything was still in there. So I was like, ever since then, it's like maybe I won't be afraid of losing anything. And since then, I've never lost anything. Or anytime I lost something, I found it. Like the other day, I lost my winter hat. I I was so upset, but when I came back, it was right like in front of the floor of my apartment building. Huh. So I've never lost anything ever since I've got that fortune cookie. In terms of like items, that's pretty awesome. That's really cool. I don't actually. know if that's just me being very careful, or is it just destiny? I can and... definitely say you're not very careful because you've definitely left not a few things careful. at my apartment before. But Sam, did they always come back to me? Only because I'm a good person. <laughs> <laughs> I could have kept them myself, you know. Like, oh no, I can't find your headphones anywhere here, yep. anywhere, Mario. Next time you see me, she's <laughs> like, "Hey, those headphones." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I just got them. I just found them in my couch. They're so nice." <laughs> my my landlord told me they come with the apartment five months later. Ah, that's a good landlord. Truly. Um, yeah, I'm I'm happy that we could think of kind of happy things that are strange but can't i feel like supernatural stuff doesn't happen a lot in the city um they're more like suburbia stuff or like rural stuff so i couldn't think of anything on top of my head in terms of like truly truly like horrific stuff well there's there are a few like things that i think of i think of but when we went to michael's for magic mike's birthday and oh. uh Oh, I can't remember her name. Are you not gonna uh, uh, explain Magic Mike? Or are you just gonna make it sound like we went to go see Magic I'm, Mike? I'm gonna leave that be. I'm gonna leave it be how it is. Uh, um, I remember. I don't remember her name either. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, Maeve. Her name is Maeve. Maeve. Okay. And she was. We were talking about like scary stories and stuff because it was around Halloween. Ooh, spooky! And <laughs> that's where we also got the idea for this podcast. Ooh, spooky! But. Actually, that's actually a really strange coincidence that that would come back. But anyways, so we were talking about scary stories. And one story she mentioned was the the, the park rangers and the stairs. Um, yes. And I actually like don't even want to repeat the story because of how spooky it is. So if y'all are interested in that story, just, just Google uh, park ranger and the staircase. And... Uh, and have fun with that. 
she got it from a subreddit that I did follow That's what, called yeah. No Sleep. Yeah. What a terrible name for a subreddit. It's a really bad name for it. It's a good subreddit. It's interesting. I know. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. No. There are people out there who's definitely had more brushes with either rational or non-rational experiences. Whether you consider them supernatural or not, I can't tell you for sure. Right. Truly. But I... I like to think I'm rational, more of a science-based mind, logic. It's why I'm no longer religious. Um, yeah. I'm not saying that science, uh, I'm not saying religion isn't rational. It's just that some stories I hear about religion and like, to me, doesn't always stack up to what I see in the world. But some people have different experiences that just better helps them explain their, you know, their truth, quote unquote, of what they think can't be explained. Right. Yeah, it's... I mean, all different beliefs come with some sort of, uh, uh, I can't think of the world, like, um, but essentially where you have to, you give up something of your mind where, mm-hmm. uh, I can't think of the correct word. This is why I'm a fake professional. Um, but essentially to believe in something, you have to almost overlook something else, right? So example, if someone wants to believe in a religion, then you have to have a lot of faith, right? Yes. And you have to put faith into something that you may never see and you may never communicate with, um, at least how humans communicate. And you may never have any proof that that religion is is a real thing. But then when it comes to other things like science, well... I don't know. I guess I believe more in science. I don't know how I can, because science you can see, and science you can. I mean, see. I'm one of my favorite quotes in Fallout Boys um, is "There's no atheists in foxholes," so like, there's definitely there's so there's definitely something events that happen in your life that makes you more susceptible. I feel like susceptible is the wrong word, but more accepting of supernatural or not or like religious beliefs. Um, I think the universe is more random and chaotic. And uh, we have no real control. It's like why you could walk by your husband or wife four times and not even realize that you guys live so close to each other or um, realize that your family member lives five miles away and there is no rational explanation. But statistically, there's like, oh, yeah, there's a 17% chance that that would have happened based off these factors. And we just can't see the big picture now but if you zoomed out and like yeah well these these are the factors that led to that person's life and these are the factors that led to that person's life like you know statistics and science might be able to explain it we just unable to have the data to ourselves to explain it for sure life is whatever you make of it right mm-hmm. and however your mind wants to rationalize any event i mean that's up to it and your experiences I mean, our experience has definitely made us rationalize certain things that we could and certain things that we just couldn't. You know, if I wanted to rationalize why my family was around me, I could say it was a religious thing, right? I could say it's because a higher power being said these families need to be close to each other so that they can find each other and live a long life again together. Or it's just completely random. It's one of the two. I will say this. Mm-hmm. I cannot explain rationally why you are my friend. Because <laughs> I consider myself very lucky. Well, I can rationally explain that because you pay me to do this podcast. No, I'm joking. <laughs> 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 we're not paid. We don't, we don't get paid. <laughs> no, we're not paid. <laughs> now, Mario, you are a good person and I wouldn't want to do this podcast with anyone else. Uh, I'm very happy to do this podcast with a good friend. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Sam. Am I crying because you just called me a good friend or gave me such a good compliment? The world will never know. We'll never know. But I, I think that's all I really have for strange occurrences. I wish I we, I wish I lived a weirder life, but it's been, Pretty unremarkable for the most part. <laughs> I actually, I can give you one more to sit on. Um, and Let's do you, it. You sparked it 
it's gonna be it's gonna be super quick. You sparked it because of the the Disney World one where the guy took a photo and whatever. Mm-hmm. Katie was in high school and had her prom, her senior prom, when I turned twenty one. So Katie and I are three years apart. Mm-hmm. When her senior prom, she's from Atlantic City. Her senior prom was in the Trump Taj Mahal. When I turned twenty one. I stayed at the Trump Taj Mahal. My birthday huh. fell on the weekend that Katie's prom was. We were both in the in the Trump Taj Mahal at the same time. Wow! For two Insane. very different events. Like they they say it all the time. Um, you walk by your soulmate at least three times before you finally found them. Um, I wonder if I walked by you a few times before we finally met in real life. <laughs> The truth, the true uh, <laughs> test to know if someone's actually your soulmate or not. How many times did you walk by them before you struck <laughs> a conversation with them? It's just crazy, like, those stuff, how little and yet how big our world is. How you can live in the same city with somebody and never meet them yeah. until a specific event or time causes you guys to meet. Yeah, yeah, it's truly fascinating the way that the world works. But, yeah, I think that's really all I have for that topic. If you want to watch something that, uh, going back to earlier, something that I really like that can't be explained, um, the most supernatural show is Twin Peaks. Oh, yes. Uh, it's really good. It's very strange. It makes me want to live in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, I hope to visit there one day. If you need more, if you want to talk or listen more about supernatural things, I definitely recommend Twin Peaks. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, my sister got on that show, and I think even Katie was watching Twin Peaks for a little bit, but I I just never got to it because both Katie and my sister's reaction, and I think maybe even your reaction to the show is just like, this is weird, but, you know, it'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> it'd be like that sometimes. In, the, in relation to the topic that we had tonight, uh, something that Katie and I actually have been watching is a show called crash landing on you and it's Mm. a korean comedy like rom-com drama that's on netflix right now and they do have a little bit of these weird coincidence coincidences that you truly can never explain and the two main characters seem to have crossed paths in their lives before at very pivotal moments in their lives without even knowing it and Mm. uh yeah truly and what a what a very strange uh, thing for me to be watching right before I have a podcast on strange <laughs> things that you can't explain rationally. It's just how the world works. It's so fascinating. The simulation is overrunning just a little bit. <laughs> the simulation cannot be explained until we wake up from it and then realize we look at our stats. <laughs> True. Yeah. I. You know, one day we will be in some other place and we'll be all little jellies or whatever maybe in the future we'll be able to explain some things better but for now we just have to chalk it up to uh, let's not think about it (laughs) just uh oh i don't know what that spooky shadow is over there just gonna look away sounds (laughs) good just gonna close my eyes again oh you trying to stab my liver again nope (laughs) just gonna close my eyes (laughs) mario i i know that you already recommended twin peaks but did you have anything else that you wanted to to plug i recently by recently just the other day was on my uh our friend's podcast uh john's uh party up yes what a good guy um he is a good guy a good beard Um, a great beard uh, I met him in New York Comic Con, and I walked him. It's like you're friends with my friend Sam and Katie, and he's like you're Mario, who's also friends with Sam and Katie, and then we became friends. And now you're friends. Now we're friends. Um, yeah, it was a good podcast. We it was like a March Madness Royale, Battle Royale of pop culture characters. Awesome. And I don't want to spoil who won out, but it shocked me to my very core. Are you still um, shaking? I'm still shaking. Yeah, no. Um, it, it give it a listen. It's called it's uh the Party Up podcast. Um, John's a great guys, good group of guys talking about pop culture. And um, yeah, I was on it this week and give it a listen. Awesome. Yeah, that is a good podcast to listen to. Uh, anything nerd culture, they they speak very well about it. So 
I will definitely make sure I listen to that when the episode comes out. Um, on my end, uh, I will be plugging our, because I forgot to do this last week, our fake professional Twitter. You can find us on Twitter at fake profesh. So it's F-A-K-E-P-R-O-F-E-S-H. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Akuna underscore Matata. You should know how to spell that if you had a childhood. And <laughs> you could find me uh, on Twitter and Dr. Mario 381, not a doctor. <laughs> Definitely not a doctor. You should write fake Dr. Mario on there. <laughs> yes. But yes, absolutely. I will also say this. If you listen to this podcast up until now, thank you. Uh, maybe give us a share. Um, you know. Give us a share. Give us a like. Whatever you. Yeah. Unless you don't like us, then don't. Unless you don't like um, us. And then. if you don't like us, you can share us and say that I don't like this. Also, if anyone wants to to send us a message or anything, please reach out to us on Twitter. And we'll appreciate that too. But our our anchor is anchor.fm slash fake professional. And yeah, please reach out to us. You know, we do want to start taking suggestions from people as well for subjects. Um, although maybe they won't be random because we'll see them, but we can figure out ways around that. Maybe I'll weed them through or maybe I'll get a producer to weed them through. But I do, I love the idea of having people like bring up suggestions or maybe even like mini suggestions, like tiny. Yeah, because subjects. we would love to yeah. talk about them. Oh, yeah. But anyways, truly again, as always, Mario, thank you for joining me. Uh, thank you to the Random Subject Generator for our topic of the week. And thank you to the listener for coming out and listening to our best fake professional opinions. Uh, we truly, truly cannot offer anything else. So that's all we have. Until next time, take care and stay safe. Bye now. Be rational. <laughs> <laughs>